Hey guys! Welcome back to Spooky Season with the Girls. <laughs> spooky series. It's spooky. Spooky. Spooky town. Take a like shot every time intro we say music. spooky. <laughs> so spooky. Oh my I god. Know. I love that would be intro. very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so today, well, I'm Diana. Let's not forget. Oh, damn mm-hmm. it! She forgot. <laughs> I'm Brianna. <laughs> and, and we're we the girls are. with the fruit tats. <laughs> We're not good at this yet, people. It's, okay. it's been a while. <laughs> All right, anyway, I'm Brianna. And I'm Diana. And we're the spooky girls. <laughs> the spooky girls. <laughs> if we do a spinoff true crime podcast, it's going to be called the spooky girls. Yeah. The girls with the spooky stories. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> do we need uh, to get spooky tats? I wouldn't mind like a teeny little ghost. <clears throat> I was like, just thinking, face. I was like a cute little ghost guy. It'd be kind of cute. Are we about to get ghost tattoos <laughs> right now? That's so extra now. If anyone wants to get a spooky matching tat with us, let us know. All right. Today we're going to be reading spooky stories. Mm-hmm. Um, some from you guys. Yep. One from the interweb. Mm-hmm. And some from our own personal experiences. Yeah. Um, in the previous episode, we got to reminisce on our old, our old Halloween costumes and parties during <laughs> our four-year so fun Halloween weekend extravaganza. Remember <laughs> when college. it was a weekend? Yeah, Halloween weekend. Yep. Yikes. Um, and yeah, today we're going to be sharing some spooky stories, so I'm really excited for this one. I had fun, like, researching and looking these up and doing You're a spookier girl than I. I love the spook! I think it's important to say that, um, I had a cat named Spooky. Mm, you did. Yeah, he was black and white and mean (laughs) and spooky. He was mean. You can ask anyone, except my dad. He would say otherwise. But anyone else, any of my friends, not very nice. Mm. But uh, I you think you would think we were a spookier family, but <laughs> I think yeah. that we just got a spooky vibe from him when we got him. Mm. R.I.P. Oh, I have a little cat thing to share. Okay, <laughs> that's so weird. Um, but so my parents got a new cat while I was abroad after Spooky died in 2017 and her name is Belle she's cute and then just a few months ago they got another cat named Obi that was like a kitten like so Mm -hmm. freaking cute Mm -hmm. and today my dad sent us a picture in the family group chat and Obi climbed a cement wall he's like hanging on the side of a wall but it's like in my the unfinished part of my basement and he's like on a cement wall what isn't that insane (laughs) what I, I don't know how that's that even your possible. Your dad sent you a picture of another cat that he got. And I oh, my like, God. oh, my that God. That would be too much. <laughs> I cats. feel like they're kind of turning into, like, a, a cat family. I don't know. It seems. I'm not way. there to rein it in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, and it's funny because um, Belle is on the boiler, like, staring at him with, like, super wide eyes, literally being like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. And he's just, like, clinging to the wall. It's so cats crazy. Are... I don't know how he managed. Unexplainable. Cats are they do shit like that. They're spooky. <laughs> Isn't that cats are literally so spooky? <laughs> anyway, that's a little tidbit. Do you want to rock us, uh, rock this party and, rock. and start with a spooky story? <laughs> rock us to sleep with a spooky nightmare. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So I thought that I would start by sharing the history of Halloween. Um, I love. In case you don't know, I don't because know that to be honest, I didn't, and we definitely like. Do learn most this. people know? I think you, like, learn this in second grade, and you probably do some little worksheet about it, and it's very, like, simplified, Mm. Um, but I don't recall, like, studying the details of this, but Brian knew. Like, I asked him the other day if he knew the history of Halloween, and he said yes, but he said that he had actually just listened to a podcast about it, so this is obviously a good podcast idea if other people are doing it, and I didn't even know. (laughs) Oh my god. So I really have no I don't know. I have no idea. 
Well, you're about to find out. So you're going to learn today. Here we go. I'm just going to read um, from some various websites. Okay. okay. So Halloween had its origins in the festival of Sawin, which I had to look up how to pronounce because it's pr- it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Samhain. And I was like, I feel like that's probably pronounced differently. I did not expect it to be Sawin with a W. Is it Latin? Like, what's going it, on? It is Gaelic. Okay. So, the festival of Samhain among the Celts of ancient Britain and Ireland. On the day corresponding to November 1st on contemporary calendars, the new year was believed to begin. The word Samhain also means summer's end. I found out. That's not written in here. It was mm. on a different one, but thought I'd point that out. Um, so you're not a fan of the Samhain festival, I would imagine. I you, am not. You would not be <laughs> It's my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I RSVP no to that event. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so that date was considered the beginning of the winter period, the date on which the herds were, were returned from pasture and land tenures were renewed. During the Samhain festival, the souls of those who had died were believed to return to visit their homes, and those who had died during the year were believed to journey to the other world. Spooky. So it was like a little spirit exchange? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You bring a spirit, I bring a spirit, we'll trade them off, you know, whatever. (laughs) A spirit Yankee swap? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... People set bonfires on hilltops for relighting um, for the fires in the winter and to frighten away evil spirits, and they sometimes wore masks and other disguises to avoid being recognized by the ghosts that they thought were present. So in those ways, that's how the witches, goblins, fairies, and demons came to be associated with the day of Halloween, because they were like putting on these disguises to hide from the spirits. Wow. Okay, okay. So I then, don't think I ever learned this. This seems like all new information to me. <laughs> um, so then, in the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints. And so All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of the Samhain festival because they were on the same day. Um, so the evening before All Saints Day became a holy or hallowed eve and thus Halloween. By the end of the Middle Ages, the secular and sacred days had merged, and um, Halloween, the celebration of Halloween was largely forbidden among early American colonists for religious reasons. Um, but in the 1800s, there were still festivals that had like harvest and elements of Halloween incorporated in them. And then when it really became a holiday in the U.S. is when... Um, large numbers of immigrants including the irish mostly the irish came to the u.s in the beginning of the mid-19th century and they took their halloween customs with them and then in the 20th century it became one of the u.s holidays that's the team how does candy get involved you know i kind of didn't read the full thing i just stopped there i don't know how candy was involved because i was just curious candy companies started doing marketing to make money off of anything that they could go to work i don't know (laughs) okay don't dm us we'll look it up (laughs) i was listening to girls gotta eat earlier don't dm us if anyone listens Um, to them they'll get that um okay well that's interesting that is new information the more you know so the irish really brought it over which i thought was interesting because i feel like I mean, I don't know about Ireland in particular now, but when we were abroad, like, no one celebrates Halloween over there, you know? Like, Halloween's not a thing like it is here. Wait, is that true? Yeah. Like, it's all of, like, the study abroad students celebrating Halloween. I think they might have, like, some stuff or, like, some families or some people do it, but it's nothing like it is here. It's not this, like, huge... Like, October 1st rolls around and there's fucking pumpkin spice cappuccinos in Italy. Like, that's just, like, not Interesting. 
So I thought it was interesting that it came from Ireland, but maybe Ireland does still celebrate it. I'm not sure. I don't consider Irish people to be the spookiest of them all, so I yeah. think it's interesting yeah. that they're the ones who started this whole thing. The more you know. The more you so, know. That was your spooky lesson. That's our spooky lesson of the day. And now we're going to get into some fun little stories. Are you excited? Yeah. I'm um, curious to see what you got for spook. Well, I'll let you go first, but I do want to say one thing. So Brian brought this to my attention last week, and I almost mentioned it on last week's podcast, but I thought I'd save it for this one. Did you know that spooky stories <laughs> are called creepy pasta? <laughs> what? <laughs> creepy pasta. What on creepy the internet? Pasta. Yeah, that's like a thing. It's, I don't hang out on the internet enough to know something like that. I, I don't know. Apparently, it's a common thing. I think he knows it because of Reddit, so like a lot of boys probably know it. Creepy pastas. That's a thing. It's one word. Creepy so, pasta. Let me read you the uh, definition. I'm looking it up right now. Famous creepy pasta. It's yeah. one word. One Why word. Why didn't you yeah. tell me that? I, that's the funniest part that's, about I it. I just said that. Oh. <laughs> I go, it's one word. You go, one word? Why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> That's so funny. I was <laughs> too blown away. Because I, I Googled it as two words. But yeah. it's one word. Top yep. 10 TV creepypastas. What the fuck? Creepy. And so he said that <laughs> people have done like a spinoff on it and like done like spooky spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> This is our type of and thing. I feel like thing. we really could I know. Could have when he was telling me this. this, I just kept imagining you sitting in the car with us and like us literally dying. Like I was like, <laughs> I can't wait to tell her this, but I wanted to tell you via creepy pasta. Creepy pasta. And like these are there's so many like funny things like seventeen terrifying creepy pastas that are guaranteed <laughs> to keep you up at night. I just can't take it seriously. Like why is it called that? There's a YouTuber named Mr. Creepy Pasta. All one word. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. So the Oh here's something though. Wait, 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 what? wait. <laughs> Hit me. Top ten creep separate words. Top ten creepy pasta ideas and inspiration on Pinterest. Are they gonna be like pasta to serve at a Halloween party? I bet. I bet. I think that I clicked on it. It's loading. Like spooky shapes. Like uh, pumpkin mac and cheese or something. No, it's just weird shit. Okay. <laughs> really weird shit so okay whatever i don't the internet's a weird place <laughs> obviously if they're calling scary stories creepypasta, creepypasta. so should we yeah. title the episode creepy i think we have to I think we'd it's get a such word, a weird obviously. demographic <laughs> like people that would not like want to hear any of our other content <laughs> scariest yeah, thing, creepypasta. Man. i wonder if anyone else really has ever funny. heard of it i'm gonna have to i don't know i'm curious that could be our this. comments question. Have you yeah. ever heard the term creepypasta before? Yeah. I'm going to have some creepypasta for dinner. Creepypastas are horror-related legends that have been copied and pasted around the internet. These internet entries are often brief, user-generated, paranormal stories intended to scare readers. They include gruesome tales of murder, suicide, and otherworldly occurrences. Mmm. Creepy. So... Yeah, that's just a fun little anecdote I thought I would throw in before we I'm begin our creepy rattled. pasta stories. I'm rattled. <laughs> I'm on creepypasta.com right now. Oh god, you're going to go into <laughs> a black hole. You need to abort. <sighs> so, hit me with your first story. What are you going to what are you going to share? Okay. So, um, the, the first thing, sorry, I'm having trouble moving on from the pasta situation. <laughs> okay. The first thing I'd like to share is the whole children being able to see ghosts thing. Mm-hmm. Because I think that is some of the, like, maybe most common, like, creepy stuff. Right. Um, I'm actually going to see if we can get some, like, hard facts on the matter. Hard facts. Um, okay. But there's, like, a certain age demographic um, that, like, they're supposed to be able to, like, be connected with mm-hmm. the, uh... The other world. Spirit world, <laughs> if you will. Um, <laughs> so, when I was young, like, in a high chair, 
Like, Mm -hmm. I think I was, like, two or something. My mom has always told me this story that I find quite spook. So, my mom had a friend. We'll call her Amanda. And she, like, maybe has, like, three or four. I don't know. I was small for a long time. I probably was in a high chair until I was, like, seven. So, that doesn't really (laughs) help narrow it down. Anyway, um, Amanda and my mom used to hang out a lot when I was younger. Um, And we used to go to Uno. Uno's a lot. The pizza restaurant. Oh, um, yes. and we were there like a little while after she passed away. She died in a car accident mm. and we were at Uno's and, uh, we we're just sitting at the table. It was my mom and then like her other friend that we used to hang out, I guess, all together a lot. I think it's important to note that my mom had me at 21. So she's just like doing 20 year old things with a child. With a child. So they're yeah. just like out to dinner and I'm just like chilling there. Mm-hmm. So, um, the server came, took our order, walked away, and the way that I picture it is, like, there's a, like, a hallway, sort of, that passes through, and then, like, there's a dining room, kind of separate from other ones, so there's, like, a, like, a place where everybody's walking by. So, my mom said that I was sitting in my head chair, and everyone was just chatting, and all of a sudden, I, like, turned my head really aggressively and started waving and, like, smiling, and I was like, Amanda! Amanda, (gasps) hi! Like, freaking out, like, hi! And my mom was, like, so freaked out, and she, like, got, like, looked down, there was no one, like, nobody, I, because I always said to her, I was like, so creepy. I know. I was always like, what if someone else walked by, and I just thought it was her, she's like, no. Number one, you were so positive it was her. Yeah. Like, just like calling like saying hi to her by name and stuff and then like she said she looked and there was just nobody that had even walked through that like hallway part while it happened and she was like i am positive that you saw her there oh i'm like freaked out (laughs) isn't that weird i know i didn't think i'd be as freaked out but no it's like really weird um so she said that that like really freaked her out Oh my god! Isn't yeah, that I don't want my kid to do something like that. I know. Bitch, get out. <laughs> Seriously. So I just looked up, like trying to figure out what that age group is, and um, it's like kids see ghosts, ten spooky stories from parents, like all this. Like I don't want to be part of that. Yeah. No. 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 Um, no, no, no. And then one to piggyback off that that Dimitri just told me when I asked him if he had any spooky stories. He said that mm-hmm. him and his sister, um, and his sister and him are like similar ages apart than Kaylee and I um she's 16 right now so they were younger she was like three he said and um they were playing like a weird game on the computer that was like ghost related mm-hmm. and um she ended up getting really freaked out and like didn't want to play anymore and then they I think he was like trying to put her to sleep and all of a sudden she just kept like like waking up or like looking around at specific places pointing and i quote screaming at the top of her lungs <laughs> and i was like what? what and he said that it like for hours like she would keep she kept doing it she kept doing it she kept doing it so eventually him he had to take her out to the car and they slept in the car for the night because she insisted on like going somewhere that the ghosts weren't so they slept in the Rachel, car what so she's three so how old was he uh well let's see when kaylee was three i was 11 so he was probably like 13 oh my god yeah or or 14 yeah and he was like so i said to him i was like i I know (laughs) that's how i feel i was like did you like believe her you were just playing a game and he was like um it ended up getting really scary, like, because she wouldn't stop. So it, like, mm. felt like there was definitely, like, something going on. The other thing Jeez. is dogs. Dogs, like, see, and, yeah. and cats and stuff see things. I, mm-hmm. That's really scary. We've um, had one little thing where Ollie, like, was sitting on our bed and just kept looking up at our ceiling and, like, tilting his head for, like, an extended amount of time one night. And we kept being like, bro, what are you looking at? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Spooky. So that's my my spookiest one is the Uno's situation. That's crazy. Because just like picturing being my mom, like, is so scary and weird. Yeah. Okay, you do one. Chilly. Spooky. (laughs) We should do that in between every story. (laughs) Oh my God. Should I do my my biggest one? Because that's a lot. Or should I do a smaller one? 
Um, let's start with a smaller one. Okay. So this one was submitted by our good friend, Brett Quinn. Shout out, Brett. We love you. Shout out. (laughs) I asked him to send this to me via Facebook Messenger so that I wouldn't read it until now. So I haven't read this Oh, cool. Yeah. You're so smart. So, thanks. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, he really wrote this like a story. Oh, my God. (laughs) I expect nothing less. First sentence, like, hello, Nicholas Sparks. (laughs) It was a hot summer it was a hot summer night in July of 2019. Oh, recent. <laughs> like, yeah. Recent spooky. He did tell me that this was a mixture of like spooky and sweet. Oh. So, it was a hot summer night in July of 2019. I had recently moved into my first apartment with two of my best friends in Somerville, Massachusetts. The building was old, a little creaky, but full of light. Wow. He's really descriptive here. I love this. <laughs> We're going to be selling the PDF of this as a short story if you're interested. Brad, congrats. You have a book deal now. Um, I had recently returned home from a family vacation in the Outer Banks. I remember struggling to fall asleep on this particular night because it was deathly hot and my bed was, was up against two open windows that faced a busy street. It was around 3 a.m. when this story starts to actually get interesting. And if you ask me, everything creepy happens around 3 a.m. Check any scary movie or TV show. True. I was going to mention that. The age yeah. group and the time frame. Yeah. But like, witching hours. Yes, <laughs> witching hours. I think it's 1 to 3. Yeah. Um, I was having a weird dream, and unfortunately I do not remember the majority of it. But the ending of this dream was different than any other. In my dream, I had just finished a day and was going to bed in one of those old orphanage-looking attics. You know, the long skinny rooms in an attic with a single window at the end of the room, creaky dark wood floors, beams on the ceiling, and rusty rusty metal bed frames. Incredible description. Mm -hmm. There were beds facing each other on both sides of the room, maybe ten beds total, five on each wall. I remember feeling sad and wanting to cry. As I was laying in this empty room, slowly beginning to cry, a woman started walking towards me and sat at the end of my bed. I looked at her and realized that it was my beloved grandmother. As I was laying on my left side, looking over my right shoulder at my grandma, she slowly laid down in the bed with me. As she laid down, I slowly began to wake up from my dream. As this happened and as I woke, I was too laying on my left side. I could feel the sheets and my blankets start to tighten behind me. Oh my god. No, no, I'm freaking out. Oh my god, I'm scared. I'm so scared. Frozen in shock from what was happening, I could feel something laid down in the bed next to me. I was staring out the window and the street was oddly quiet. It was a weird feeling because I wasn't scared. I felt calm. I never looked over my shoulder to see if there was actually anything laying next to me i laid there motionless, looking out the window for about 15 minutes with this strange but comforting feeling that i wasn't alone and i slowly drifted back to sleep when i woke the next morning i knew what had happened my grandma who i was very close with and loved so much had passed away just after her 94th birthday a few weeks before there's no doubt in my mind that she came to visit me because she knew i was sad and needed her oh this is sweet um and spooky. <laughs> and spooky. A few weeks later, I had told my sister about the experience, and she said she had something similar happen to her and noted that my other sister did as well. That's crazy. That's crazy. I rest calmly knowing my grandma is checking in on me and my family who missed her so much. I've always been afraid of the idea of ghosts, and I'm not saying that my grandmother is a ghost haunting me, but I think that there is something calming knowing she is still with me and looking over me. Wow. <sighs> The sheets, though? <laughs> That's the spook factor. Every story has a spook factor. That's Ooh. it. That's the one. Wow. Wow. That was a good one. Thank you Thank you so for, much sharing. for sharing. <laughs> that was really good. And I'm freaked out. I'm freaked out. I... Spook. Hmm. A lot of people have some sort of, like, relative mm-hmm. passes away, comes to visit type situation. Mm-hmm. And I remember... I, this girl I was friends with in Amesbury, so I only lived there from first to third grade, so I was really young, was telling me how this happened to her, and I was not fucking interested. Like, I was like, I'm all set with that, no thank you. Spooked. Um, and then, let's see, 
my great grandmother died when I was in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I remember, like, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I remember being at the wake, and like when you kneel on the thing, I mm-hmm. like specifically was like, please don't visit me. I'm really oh. scared. Like. <laughs> I, I love you, but I'm not interested. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like 11 years old, like in my black dress, like kneeling there being like, please. People think you're up there saying sweet, sweet nothings. And you're like, I'm like, stay please. the fuck away from me. <laughs> Amen. Oh my God. Amen. Thank yeah, no, you so I'm not much. Not to like laugh, but also you have to kind of make light of these. Things not interested. That's... So that's why I'm particularly spooked by that story because that's always been something that I've been like very afraid of. Yeah. Um, and then my other great grandmother died when I was a sophomore uh, in high school, and nothing weird happened. And so the first like really actually close person Mm -hmm. in my life to pass obviously you know this but I'm telling the listenership Mm -hmm. um was my grandmother she um passed away in March like of this year and it was sort of a new experience with the whole spook thing because Mm -hmm. I like sort of wasn't as against it anymore because it was actually someone that I was like really really close to whereas like my great-grandparents like I was younger and like just obviously didn't have as much of like a one-on-one relationship with them and so with this like I was kind of talking with my mom about it and I was like I'm still freaked out but also like wouldn't welcoming (laughs) yeah I don't know and so we like, this was right when shutdowns, like, started happening, so we weren't actually able to have, like, the normal full services yet, mm-hmm. so we just had, like, the 12 people, like, say goodbye to her, and we were all sitting there, and, like, well, it was just me, my mom, and my aunt, and we were talking, and, like, whether or not we were, like, comfortable with that, it, almost, like, putting it out, like, letting her know whether or not mm-hmm. we were down for it, and I don't really remember what I said, but, like, I think I just said, like, usually I'm really not for that, but, like, with this situation, maybe I would feel differently. Yeah. And um, my, I think my aunt was, like, very down. She's like, I'm always open to that. Or, I don't know. But anyway, we were just kind of, like, talking about it. And then basically, I wish I remembered the details, but I was, like, pretty freaked out. So I think I just sort of moved on. But basically, similar thing. I was, like, having a dream about her a couple mm-hmm. weeks later. And, like, then I woke up and, like, felt like something else was going on but nothing yeah. like I don't remember like anything physical or like mm-hmm. but I do remember just being like really freaked out and then there were these like noises that like just weren't pipe noises my mom was like houses make noise I'm like <laughs> no not like that yeah and I like woke Dimitri up and I was like I'm freaked out and he's like okay um but it was it's just weird it was something mm-hmm. about like money like she found she like gave me a card that had money in it and then there was like I saw money somewhere the next day. Yeah, Yeah. there was, like, some weird connection between Mm -hmm. the dream and real life. I don't know. But anyway, it's really just interesting to me because people talk about that all the time. And I guess I just wonder how much... Brett's story sounds pretty legit. But, like, how much we create because it's comforting right in like dreams and this and that versus like people are here coming to say hey Mm -hmm. so i don't know i'm really even after you listen to the episode i'm interested to hear other people share stories about feeling like they've been visited because i just like Mm -hmm. so spooky i don't know yeah I I i had this actually reminds me um i had a dream a couple sometime this year a couple months ago about my mom's dad who passed away when I was like one or two so I I never really met him I don't remember anything about him I've obviously like heard a lot of stories and I've seen photos so I I know of him but um I had this weird weird dream one night where we were sitting we were at a family party and him and I like I was I was my age now like I was who I am now we were sitting at a picnic table like getting to know each other like, it was oh. like, okay, like, I, you haven't been in my life. Like, I want to know about you. Like, tell me everything. Weird. And, like, I literally, like, it makes me, like, almost tear up now because the next morning, like, I just, I felt, like, I felt it, like you said. Like, something just feels different. And I called my mom and, like, just, like, was, like, we were, like, teary-eyed together. Like, oh, my God. It was so 
I don't know, it was so vivid. Like, I really Funky. felt like he was right there. But I didn't, yeah. like, feel someone in my bed or anything right, like right, that. Right. I just had this really strong connection in my dream. But Yeah. Yeah. My thinking... Um, oh, because during that conversation, either my mom or my aunt said something like... Um, she won't do it if she knows that you don't want to. Like, no mm. no family spirits are, like, trying to scare the shit out of you. Like, right. you know what I mean? And yeah. actually, I remember my mom telling me that when I was in fifth grade, too. I was like, I'm scared. Mimi's going to visit me. She's like, she won't do that if she knows you're scared. Like, whatever. <laughs> because that girl, Olivia, from third grade told me about her grandfather, and I was all set. Oh um, but God. I just think that maybe the dream thing is, like, a safer way to do that. So it's not, like, as physical or weird, right. but just, like, popping in yeah and then there's all those like looking for signs thing i don't know yeah i don't want anyone like slamming a door in front of my face like don't need Uh, to do that (laughs) Mm -mm. no thank you don't need that yeah it's really interesting this has been on my mind the past 24 hours actually because i like went to her house yesterday to like Mm. do something with my grandfather and like i've been really avoiding like going through any of her stuff or like even really being there because i just like can't handle it Mm -hmm. and um i went yesterday and um there's like a bracelet that i asked for like months ago so no one else would take it Mm -hmm. that she like wore all the time that i knew that i would actually wear so i wanted it and so i got that yesterday and i've been wearing it and it like almost makes me feel worse because i feel like i'm thinking about it all the time like now that i see the bracelet but it's also Mm -hmm. like a nice idea that it's like with me all the time so i'm still dealing with this whole like grief Grief. and like what to do after and Mm -hmm. like how to connect like making it almost not a positive but like you know feeling like yeah okay about it as you move forward and so Mm -hmm. i just think now that it's spooky time i'm like it's on my mind more like where is she like is she a ghost like what's the deal (laughs) so um that was that was a good one i've been thinking about that kind of stuff so so spook so spook oh my okay um what now should i maybe read the the online one that i want to share I find this one pretty spook. So okay. uh, the article is called From Reddit's Depths, The 10 Best Ghost Stories. That Not creepypastas, which is interesting because <laughs> it's from Reddit, so I don't know. But, okay. <laughs> this one is called Doppelganger. So this is, like, ones that they actually took from Reddit that, like, real people wrote and claimed to be true. Got it. This one, uh, what I want you to do is tell me whether or not you think it's real. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Doppelganger. Late at night, I usually go to the bathroom multiple times, but for the past four days, every time I go to leave, I can see myself still standing in the mirror from the corner of my eye. It is like the other me is watching me leave the bathroom. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm (laughs) freaked out already. I'm sweating. (laughs) (laughs) I just started sweating. Uh. It terrifies me to the point where I almost run out without looking directly at the mirror. I never told my husband about it because I didn't want to acknowledge it out loud. Earlier today, I took a nap in our bed while he sat in the chair next to me watching TV. When I woke up, he told me that he had seen me sit up and crawl backward to the edge of the bed and stand in front of our bedroom door from the corner of his eye. Crawl backward. I know, what the fuck? (laughs) He thought it was weird that I got up like that because I'm in the last month of my pregnancy and I can't really move so well without it hurting. So he tried talking to me. She got a demon baby. She got a demon baby. Nope. No. When I didn't answer, he looked at the door to find me not there anymore and still sleeping in bed. I got really creeped out and finally told him about what I've been seeing in the bathroom. He thought it was creepy as well, but didn't want to really talk about it anymore because he thinks it will give whatever it is power or energy. I have no idea what it wants or why we both saw it. The end. Dude. The mirror thing is really what I don't like. terrifying. I know. I just looked back at my bathroom i'm so <laughs> like is it in there oh, i don't like it spooky time Ooh, isn't oh that God, a weird one scary i know um also in the same time period like when i lived in amesbury one to third grade that's when i learned about the like um bloody mary i was gonna say bloody mary but i was like that's a cocktail but that is what it's <laughs> called right adulthood yeah, i don't even I drink those but um yeah the bloody mary thing and like oh i still don't even like it me neither i do not like being in the bathroom with it dark. Not yeah. that that's, like, a normal thing people are doing, but, right. like, if Demetri, like, shuts the light by accident, I, like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Specifically the bathroom, because it's not, like, I don't think I feel that way about, like, every mirror, but it's, like, in the bathroom. Yeah, I do not want it to be dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I remember, it's so funny, because, like, when you're a kid, people make 
all this shit up to like be cool or like scare other kids you know like i saw it and there's this on the like whatever i remember when i was in daycare we used to do bloody mary in the bathroom we would like get in trouble like we weren't allowed to do it so we would do it secretly and i remember being in there and like almost pissing my pants i was so scared i hate and it's funny because i'm like that's all stupid but like i wouldn't go do it right now (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not like that's so stupid like elementary school kids do that (laughs) like if you were like okay go do it i'd be like i'd rather not i'm all set (laughs) oh my god um i have a comedic spooky story uh that goes with the kids in the bathroom thing okay when i was in kindergarten during spooky season I went to the bathroom and I <laughs> I just like have this visual in my mind that I wish I could like send to your brain, but it doesn't work like that. Basically, I ran out of the bathroom back to my class and insisted that there was a witch in the stall next to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> like there were legs, like little How old witch were you? legs. I was in kindergarten, so I was five. <laughs> insisted that there, there was a witch no in the witch. bathroom. Yeah. So I like, I said that there was like little witch legs, like in the stall next to me. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know if I was crying. I just remember it being like a big deal. And my teacher was like, like, no, it's probably fine. And (laughs) I just was like making a whole scene about it. But I also feel like I like didn't even finish going to the bathroom. Like I just ran out of there oh my god because when you're a little kid like yeah, i don't know you like don't think things through you're just running like running ah! with your little pants on your ankles yeah, i know right <laughs> yeah so i i just remember it being like a really big thing and now i feel like it's likely that there was just a girl dressed up as a witch and so she had like the green like witch tights and the little shoes next to me but she was just like not talking and oh i was god. absolutely scared shitless so <laughs> i think it's funny because that means i've been a wimp since like it was, it wasn't a nature versus nurture thing. Like it, oh like I God. was born being a wuss bag. So <laughs> that's just a little funny one. But why don't you give us your next spooky story? Um, well, okay. I, so I have one small short story from my brother. Um, I don't think it's as spooky as Brett's. I think Brett's was was pretty top notch. Well, I mean the writing was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, thank you, Mike, for sending this in. Um, okay, so. All right, he said, when I was young, I used to ride my bike and skateboard in the church parking lot at the corner of our street every day after school. (laughs) It was a strange church, and I never saw a single person enter or leave that building. One day, just like any other, someone came out and demanded I leave the property. I didn't know where they came from. There were no cars in the lot or signs of the church being open. So I paid no mind and kept skating away. A few minutes later, I was skating around the corner when a group of children around my age, 13-ish, came out and began chasing me. They had bats and pipes and an assortment of blunt weapons. (laughs) What? (laughs) Just 13-year-old assassins in my neighborhood, I guess. Home was all the way up the hill, so I grabbed my skateboard and began running. When I look back, it it had looked like the amount... No, no, no. When I looked back, it looked like the amount of children had doubled. After I got over the hill, I never looked back. The next day, I went back and skated, and it was business as usual. Empty parking lot, no one in sight. (laughs) What is this cult of (laughs) children? 13-year-old ghosts? (laughs) Hanging out in this church. I don't know, man. It's pretty freaky. I just freaked the fuck out of some 13-year-olds. I can't believe you went back the next day, but that's kids for you. Bold move, for sure. That was bold. Um, I also just remembered that my dad used to, so we used to have horses when I was really little. We had three horses and my dad (laughs) used to ride around on Halloween as the headless horseman on our horse and like scare all the kids, like with a pumpkin on his head. Nope. (laughs) Just a fun fact. And my brother used to hide in our front tree outside and like jump down as trick-or-treaters came up. We're a spooky family. What can I say? Spooky bunch over there. Spooky bunch. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. All right. Do the, your long one now. I'm really curious about okay, it. Okay. So this is the best for last. It's not necessarily the spookiest. It's just like the most eerie, I would say. Okay. And like, I think the most interesting. So 
Wait, wait, wait. I have one more that's probably not as good as yours, so I'm going to share it quick if that's your last oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, okay, so basically I was um, in Newport. Um, I'm trying to think of how old I was. We don't – Newport hasn't been part of the boat trip in, like, a really long time. I'm going to say I was, like – 13. Everybody's 13 in every story. Um, I feel like I was like 13. And we decided to go on a ghost tour because for those of you that don't know, Newport, Rhode Island has like a lot of huge mansions and like it was a big happening place a long time Mm -hmm. ago. So there's a lot of ghosty shit going on. Mm -hmm. So we all go on this ghost tour. How on earth people got me to go is... (laughs) Just I know, a mystery. that's just not, um, I'm surprised that this I, is... I have no clue how I ended up going on this thing, but... Decided to partake in, but okay. I did. So, we, like, started at this hotel, and then, like, walked all around and heard all these stories, and all this stuff about, like, haunted hotel shit, and haunted mansion shit, and whatever. I love that. I love that. It's a no from me. So, anyway, there was, like, a specific spooky building that, like, looked really cool, so my cousin and his girlfriend yeah I feel like 13 is right because they've been together or 14 10 years and this was the first time I met her actually was on this trip so him and his girlfriend were like oh like take a picture of us in front of this spooky building Mm -hmm. so someone with so we take the pictures whatever then this like other tourist person on the tour comes up to us and is like, hey, like, I just wanted to show you this picture. Like, I'm taking pictures of the buildings and, like, this and that. And, like, I, I just want to show you. And there was just this huge white, yellowy circle right in between Chris and Megan. Like, right in between Dude. their heads. I know. And Do they were, like... Do you think that that person's, like, a staged, planted person? I don't think so. No, he was, like, <laughs> let me like, get hey, your I email address. <laughs> No, he had, like, his real camera. I think it was, like, just another guy. So he was, like, just wanted to, like, show you this. And, like, they were, like, oh, sick, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's so cool. And the guy was, like, oh, I'll, like, send me your e- – what's your email? I'll, like, email it. And so, like, his mm-hmm. mom, like, gave the email address or whatever. And, like, I wonder if we still have the picture circulating. I'll have to ask because it was so long ago. But I just remember it's them, like – just smiling but he they're in like the corner of his picture because he was Mm -hmm. trying to just like take a picture of the building and it's just like it's not the little glare you get sometimes it's like a big ass or white and yellow circle (laughs) like orb thing wow right on the picture and it just was really spooky so then i went back to the boat and i used to so i always slept on the couch which like how do i explain it my head was like in line with the little stairs and like so this there's like four stairs and then there's three doors Mm -hmm. for all the rooms so there's just like a landing that's just all doors Mm -hmm. so my head like lined up with that and I was sleeping or like trying to sleep but was so scared Mm -hmm. and I really had to pee which like literally I don't pee in the middle of the night I've never (laughs) have I don't drink enough water for that like not an issue Mm -hmm. so I woke up and I really had to pee and I was just staring so one of the doors is the bathroom so I was just staring down the like the little stair landing Mm -hmm. and I just remember being so terrified I was like I can't do it like I cannot go down there I can't that like that orb it's down like it's down there I can't go and I just remember like really distinctly laying there having to pee really bad and just like not being able to move like being paralyzed pretty much like I cannot go do it so I just had to wait till the morning and pee then and I remember the little landing like really freaked me out for a while after I was like there was something (laughs) there like so that was a really spooky one that it was like caught on camera. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about like, I was going to say the science. This isn't science. The, I don't know what people think about that. Like ghosts being able to show up in photos mm-hmm. um, because it's really, it's spooky. Sometimes orbs are just the damn sun, but sometimes yeah, they're not. I know. Um, have you ever noticed the dots on my head all the time yeah, in pictures? Yeah, you showed me that. Mm-hmm. I've showed you that. Mm-hmm. So, um our friend, my friend Paige, that we've shouted out before for mm-hmm. other things, she she and I met when we were studying abroad, mm-hmm. and that is the first time I this ever happened to me. So basically, mm-hmm. there's all these pictures of me in the past three years where there's 
all these little white dots <laughs> on my head, mostly in my hair, on my head, on my body, like just around me. Mm-hmm. And they started in England. And so I was like, this is like so annoying. It like looks bad. I'm like, what is all over me? And what's strange is that it's always only on me. Mm-hmm. Which is the part that I find really odd. And so Paige and I were talking about it recently. Um, I say recently. It was like a year ago. We were – she was telling me other spooky stuff. And then it made me think of the pictures. And um, I pulled them up. And that's when we realized that, like, they're – she's always related. She's either in the picture or, like, around. And once I realized that, I was mortified. And I don't have any pictures before I met her that that happens in. Yeah. And so we were like, what the fuck's going on there? She's like, I have no idea. So the worst one, which goes back to our spooky episode last week, Mm -hmm. the zombie costume that her and I did Mm -hmm. Thursday of Halloween senior year, I have them all (laughs) over me. And it sort of works because it's like weird and spooky. And my eyes are like super red eye, except it's like yellow. Mm -hmm. Both of them are perfectly like that while I'm being a zombie. It's like absolutely wild. But the dots are all over me. And I was in her apartment. And then there's one where we're at, a, like, a bar slash club with the two other friends we had abroad, and they're only on me. That's the first one I think I've ever, like, noticed Would you it. ever see a medium? Yeah. Oh, you would? I would. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah. That's I'm how so Paige and I started talking that. about this. She's done, like, an mm. af- uh, previous life, yeah. per- like, person and, like, mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. And she was like, you really have to see this person. And, like, basically, I was like, we should go and figure out what's going on yeah. with these dots. That's so like, funny. So that's it. I can't believe I didn't think of that when I was mm. th- brainstorming what to share. But the picture of Chris and Megan reminded me of that. Weird. The dots are always on my head. I don't know what the deal is with that. I don't like. Spooky. I don't like it. Isn't that weird, Everyone's though? Everyone's going to go stalk your Instagram now. And I know. Find. Look for the dots Look on for my the dots. head. <laughs> so oh spooky. Okay. So, that's all I have for spooky stuff. Tell me okay. your big spooky story. So, this is the last one, but it also has the most information. So, I had thought of this originally when I was trying to think of stories to share or like cuz I don't have a ton of like personal experiences like that. So, mm-hmm. I had thought of sharing this and then I totally forgot about it and then today Madison gave me the idea and I was like, "Oh my god, yes." So, I'm going to give the credit to Madison for reminding me of this <laughs> um i wanted to talk about graystone do you know what graystone is no uh, you you will so for i was those like am you, i supposed to know, your eyes were saying i was supposed to know what that <laughs> i was because I, I was curious know. if you would remember or not but no um, i don't graystone is a psychiatric hospital located in my hometown in morris well it's technically in morris plains but we're gonna say it's in morristown sorry for you mo planers out there um it's in morristown and um it's a super famous like psych ward so i've definitely told you about this i thought i took you there dude oh is that the the place that's apartments really high up no oh (laughs) it's just fancy ass apartments i thought maybe they did it into apartments no 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 um maybe i didn't take you there but i thought i did no i don't think so we have that here um like an old mental hospital in danvers and it's like up on it like you can see it from the highway like up on a hill Mm -hmm. it looks all freaky Mm -hmm. and they turned it into fucking apartments imagine living somewhere like that negative absolutely not no i don't think you ever brought me here i don't know i don't know okay so it's called graystone park and it is super famous there's been a lot of famous people that have been there for visits or for people who have been admitted there um it's been like a filming location for movies and tv shows and it's just super famous and really well known um so woody guthrie do you know him Mm-mm. he's a famous folk singer he okay. was admitted oh. there. this land is your land <laughs> okay land got that, it that's all that's him got it um so he was admitted there um, it was a filming location for a couple episodes of the show House. And mm, as I was researching, yeah, I knew that. But then I found out today, more importantly, that it was a filming location for the movie Marvin's Room with Leonardo DiCaprio, which means that wow. 
homie saw my hometown, which just makes me feel really connected to him. So I'm really <laughs> glad I found out that. A connected energy. <laughs> yeah. We're soulmates. It's fine. <laughs> so um, with all of that being said, it was also a place where kids in my high school or from my high school and in my hometown would hang out when you were a teenager mm-hmm. and like get into, you know, like mischief or whatever the frick kids do these days. Mischief. Um, but at the time, mischief. like my friends and I and lots of other people in my high school would like hang out at Greystone and like try to like snoop around. Um, mm-hmm. It's on like a huge plot of land. So there's, it's a really, really, really long street like driveway that drives up Mm -hmm. to it so you're just staring at this building in the distance and it literally looks straight out of a movie like i'm gonna repost a picture of it i have a picture on my instagram but it it's so spooky looking and as you're driving down like it's just getting closer and closer and you just like feel the chills it's it has always freaked me out but i'm so fascinated by it However, sadly, in 2014, they fucking knocked it down. There was all these protests. Yeah, because it's like this historical site of my town. And there were so many protests to um, try to keep it, but they ended up demolishing it. So it's no longer there, but there is like a modern graystone, like psychiatric hospital a block away. So technically it still exists, but not the original building. Okay. So I thought I would just share some like fun interesting creepy info that i found online about it i tried to find like really creepy stories of like people visiting but didn't find anything too too scary um my friends and i tried to sneak in a couple times in high school but we were either too scared or like the cops were always patrolling like the building because they knew that Mm -hmm. stupid kids like us would try to get in so we either got too spooked by the building or too spooked by the cops so didn't make it in however when i was a sophomore cops are pretty spooky (laughs) they are (laughs) when i was a sophomore in high school there was one kid in my ceramics class who told me that him and his friends snuck inside greystone and i inside yeah i did not believe him i was like no fucking way homie pulled out the receipts he stole patient records from like the file cabinet or whatever he said there was just tons of files everywhere like everything I mean, there's so many photos online. You can see everything is like the building is like was falling apart. Um, and so everything's just like a mess everywhere. But he, he brought receipts. I can't. He, they took some freaking memorabilia, <laughs> some souvenirs from Greystone and took these files. And I thought that that was crazy. So that's spooky. I wish I had, had gone in, but I was too scared. So, um, Okay, so I'm going to just share some info that I found from, again, various websites. So I hope that you find this interesting. And um, here we go. So, Greystone Park was spread over 1,000 acres and had 8,500 patients while Woody Guthrie was there. The main building was constructed in 1877 and had the largest foundation of any building in the U.S. until the Pentagon was completed in the 1940s. Isn't that crazy? I feel like mm. it, it wasn't that big when I was looking at it, but that's like, I don't know, the largest building out of all of them? Like what? Um, <laughs> out of all the buildings? <laughs> but I guess maybe there's like a lot of like underneath shit, you know what I mean? Like Because there's like tunnels that. and ducks and creepy shit. What? Yeah, it's it's straight out of a movie, this place. Why do we need to make it spookier if it's already <laughs> a spooky thing? I don't know. Like, let's do a lot of it underground just to really, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. hammer that home. Like, <laughs> what? So, it says, Greystone, like many other state hospitals, was notorious for patient neglect and abuse. Most of Greystone Park was abandoned in the 1970s with the advent of new drugs and changing attitudes about warehousing the mentally ill. In its day, Greystone was a landmark in progressivism. Designed by Thomas Kirkbride, the hospital advocated uncrowded conditions, fresh air, and the notion that mental patients were curable people. Over time, the humane reputation of Greystone was tarnished as overcrowding became the norm. The hospital was originally meant to house hundreds, and it once contained, like I said, 8,000 patients in 1953. 8,000 patients, and it's only supposed to hold a couple hundred. That's insane. I don't even see how that's possible. Overcrowding was a problem almost immediately in the hospital's history. In 1881, the attic was covered... No. 
The attic was converted into patient living space, and in 1887, the hospital's exercise rooms were converted into more dormitories. So, just, like, lots... It also said, like, people were sleeping in hallways and, like, just fucking all over the place. Because, again, it was only supposed to hold a couple hundred people, and it was holding, like, 8,000. So, crazy. Um, I just can't even wrap my brain around that, but... So, it said... This is um, a little excerpt from an interview with this guy who wrote a book about Woody Guthrie's, Guthrie, Guthrie's experience in Greystone. He's, like, studied it and went there and okay. all this stuff. So, he um, took lots of, like, photographs of the inside of Greystone um, when it was abandoned. So, this is from his perspective. Okay. Um at its peak, Greystone had around ten thousand patients, so there were lots of so there were a lot of mugshots. So in all of the files, I guess they all had a picture of before and after they left, or when they arrived and right when they were leaving. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. Looking through some of them from the fifties and sixties, it looked like the patients were way more interesting and alive when they arrived than when they were discharged. One guy looked like James Dean in one photo and a postal worker with a tie in the other. A woman looked very sexy with long hair and seemed to have been turned into a domesticated, conforming housewife. It looked like the last thing Greystone did before releasing a patient was give them a haircut. So they just, like, drug them up, do all this crazy shit to them, and then, like, you know, put a fancy bow on it and, like, okay, you're good, you know, like, send you off into the world. Crazy. Weird. From forms scattered around, you could see the place had been abandoned since the mid-1970s. We spent the day wandering around abandoned wards. While mostly empty, there were still traces of life there, from the wheelchairs to the beds to ping-pong tables and a shuffleboard court. After exploring the first building, we headed down to the basement to see if the buildings were connected with underground steam tunnels like many big institutions are. It was in the 90s outside, but as we descended down the stairs, the temperature dropped by 30 degrees, and our flashlights wouldn't go more than 20 feet in the fog from the extreme temperature difference. The air was heavy, and it definitely got real creepy. The asbestos hanging down from rusted pipes didn't worry us as much as what we might bump into. We came acro- we did come across shrines with candles as well as graffiti, but no ghosts. The other buildings contained the employee cafeteria, operating rooms, pharmacy, and dentist office old medical equipment as well as typewriters and dictation machines were scattered about spooky i'm looking at the pictures right now dude right like it's it's a creepy place board court Mm -hmm. it's really creepy really weird each ward was designed to treat patients according to their level of suspected curability so-called incurable patients often loud and violent were housed in seclusion wards farthest from the center administration area quieter patients were placed closer to the front such as the ward pictured above so neither they nor visitors to the asylum would have to see or hear those in the incurable wards some sections have deteriorated faster than others the wards especially on the top floors have seen the most decay while the center admin area of the building is still mostly intact and even has electricity in some rooms again this was written before it was demolished but if you look up greystone um, park you can see all the photos and then there was something else about medical buildings and laboratories and one of them was set on the top floor of the morgue which is really freaky um and they did all kinds of crazy shit there to people they did like electroshock Mm -hmm. therapy and lobotomy and just crazy 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 shit the wards had day rooms in which patients played pool, practiced instruments, sewed, made art, and read, although many photographs feature patients simply sitting still and doing absolutely nothing, an inert pastime that increased greatly with the, the discovery of Thorazine, an, an antipsychotic with a highly sedating effect. So they just, like, juice these people up, and then they're just sitting there, like, rocking in their chair, literally, like, in a movie. Ugh, Isn't that so creepy? Crazy. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, so... What's scary is I don't feel like this is only back in the day. Like, I think things are still really weird at psychiatric facilities. I mean, yeah, there's definitely no, like... <laughs> it's got to be eerie to to be there. We had someone at the modern Greystone on this past New Year's Eve, December 31st of 2019, stab someone to death. I was at work and everyone was talking about it and I was like, oh my god. And it was at the new Greystone. This this article is from 
2019, I think it said, but it just says, um, wait, I lost it. Oh, right here. Yeah. June 11th, 2019. Greystone Park Psychiatric Hospital in Morris County remains an unsafe place for patients and employees, a lawsuit says. Patients live in a constant state of fear at violent New Jersey psych mm-hmm. ward. So it's like, just in general, this isn't all... Like, I don't know that people are still doing, like, the electroshock stuff or if that's, like, only no, a, no. an old school thing. Yeah, no. But, like, there's definitely still really weird, bad stuff happening mm-hmm. um, at psychiatric facilities, which Well, yeah, is because it's, it's the most vulnerable group of people that you can get sure. away with doing anything to because you can just yeah. call them crazy it's like really Ugh, sad so sad and scary so spooky look at these pictures of it Ooh. no i'm Very gonna have spook. to i think we should post one maybe i think it's it's a yeah. cool looking building for sure so spook well i hope you all enjoyed our spooky stories and i hope you got a little some chills some goosebumps or a little spook factor a little spook <laughs> factor rate the spook factor <laughs> one being not spooky and a 10 being super spooky let us know in the comments of our on our instagram if you're not already following us it's at girls with the fruit tats um we post fun polls almost every week where we let you weigh in on what we should talk about and you know the topic of the week and we post fun stuff and uh you should be there If you like this episode and you thought it was spooky enough for you, feel free to leave us a little (laughs) review on the Apple Podcasts app. We would really, really appreciate it. Um, We appreciate all of you listening. We're almost at 1,000 listens. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in um, every time Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy spooky season. Stay safe. Happy Wednesday. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. And um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. All right. See ya. Bye. (laughs) No.